I have a hedgehog, right? And uh, it is the easiest shit to clean because it's like you're holding hedgehog and it like poops in your hands, and then you just throw it away. Well, that's gross. I mean, I guess. It's like like, oh, chocolate sprinkles. It's like yeah, it's small and like hard and it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I wash my hedgehog eat by the way. Uh, A lot of things actually. You'd be surprised. Uh, Obviously, hedgehog kibble, right? They make that. Yeah. What? Um, Yeah, they make hedgehog kibble or or cat food. If you don't want to pay the high dollar for the small bag, raccoon, you can give it cat food. Yeah, exactly like a raccoon. (laughs) But uh, um, also. They eat uh, pretty much anything you give it. I, I give my hedgehog, Lucy is her name, uh-huh. I give Lucy mealworms, but they have oh, to be alive. Yeah. They have to be alive. I've heard of that, yeah. Uh, it is so funny. Like She'll like, grab the mealworm and just... Like a spaghetti noodle? <laughs> like, yeah, just... Oh, the whole thing. Um, alive. Where do you get alive. a hedgehog, by the way? Um, from a hedgehog... Um, breeder breeder yeah pet smart yeah where i got my hedgehog though is so my my wife's boss bought a hedgehog for their daughter uh-huh. um because she really wanted one and uh and then well her daughter's five so she was afraid to pick up the hedgehog yeah and then so was uh my wife's boss they were afraid to pick up the hedgehog oh. so the thing about hedgehogs yeah. is they um are naturally prey so they are not social animals. Okay. So in order to make them social, you have to handle them for at least two hours a day, an hour in the morning, an hour at night. What? Yeah. Or they won't become social and they'll become aggressive and they'll want to quill you all the time. Okay. Uh, it takes about three or four months to actually like tame them and get them uh, like used to you handling them like as a baby hedgehog, right? Uh, but this one is uh, almost two years old and has not been like handled, just lived in the cage. <laughs> she's right? angry. So it's just angry all the time. Oh, Sometimes oh, she'll come Lucy. out and then she's like the cutest. Yeah, so we named her Lucille Ball. Oh, uh, I like that. I like that. Because she rolls up in a ball. Right. And <laughs> quills you? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she's gotten me a couple times, but she's starting to, we've had her for, I don't know, a month now, and she's starting to like randomly have really good days. So we'll like pick her up and then she'll just like run around on your hands and you can hold her and then I put her on her butt and she balls up and then she just kind of sticks her head out you of the ball. Rubber belly. So I've tried. Yeah. And some days she's like, the heck. And then other days she's like hissing at me like, oh. <laughs> and like throwing her yeah quills like at me and stuff. Yeah. But anyways, they eat anything. You can feed them like junk food, like chips. Yeah, sometimes. Doritos, man. Doritos. They fucking love yeah. nacho cheese Doritos, yeah. I heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, little bits of cheese, although they're lactose intolerant, so <laughs> oh. you can't give them a lot. Pay <laughs> hey, for that later. Yeah. Those, those poops yeah. aren't so hard when exactly, they come out. Exactly, exactly. But wow. yeah, they're not much different from a dog <laughs> you know, or a cat, I guess. So if you just hold it in your hand. Yeah. We well, learned a lot just now. Welcome to another episode of Exotic Pets with Atlas. <laughs> I'm Rich. <laughs> I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Dolan. <laughs> there we go. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, We hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones.
we got a special guest here today. I guess special guest uh, Kyle Newsom. You brought us one of these beers. Yeah. Uh, from Side Project, and I and I, I kind of uh, I teased this last week. Uh, not necessarily about the brewery this week, but more about the style. Uh, so Kyle brought us this one from Side Project Brewing in St. Louis, Missouri. Actually, outside of St. Louis in Maplewood, Missouri. Uh, this one is just called Bruin. And then mm. I brought my favorite Ode Bruin, which oh, is yeah. from Odell, who we don't necessarily like too much, right? Um, it's never been on record. We always just say mm. that one brewery. Yeah, that one brewery. Well, so, so it's on record now. It's on record now. <sighs> their tap room we don't like. They you don't like, like their tap room. The one tap room wasn't very friendly to us. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I get it. Maybe they had some issues before we got there. Sure. Yeah. But somebody else, maybe underage, who knows? That's fine. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they wouldn't let us record there. Yeah. They were super weird about it. They wouldn't even let us take a picture there. No. Hmm. Although I did. Yeah. Take that, Odell. Yeah. yeah. We took a picture. Boom. Uh, so before you, fuzzy, before you go on, I, ha- it. I have to, speaking of getting things on record, yes. right? Yes. I have to uh, get this on record. Kyle, what is your title here at Atlas? Mm. You are my official title or my fun title? I want your fun title. I want both titles. Give me both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my fun title is Bearded Wonder. Oh, you bearded can't wonder. See me, but I do have a very large red beard. <laughs> yes, ah. very large, very large. I'd say like what, ten inches? Arguably the best beard, Atlas. Yes, arguably. Sorry, Matt Lahorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his looks like he's homeless sometimes. His looks like yeah. animals live in it. Kyle's looks like he should be brewing. It's sculpted beer. and it's on purpose. Yes. Or Matt's looks like he just forgot. A fill-in member of ZZ Top, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Future career if I ever learn you know how to play bass. what's beautiful about that beard? There's not much white in it. No. Mm-mm. Well, Kyle's younger. Yeah, you're a little bit younger than us. Yeah, I plucked yeah. the white hairs. Okay. There's a secret to it right uh, there, but I let mine go. Rich has let his go. I let mine. It's got it's gray. It's all white hairs it's now. We, it, it otherwise, we'd have is. no beards. Right. It is what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hide it. Okay. Oh. Oh. We're just doubling up right now. <laughs> well, I wanna, okay. I want to get the difference between the two. So. Okay. okay. Clearly, one of them. Side project. Kyle, give me a little bit of background on side project. Uh, side project was started by Corey King. He used to be the barrel manager at Perennial. And then, obviously, Side Project started as a side project. He started Mm. brewing at Perennial and barrel aging it and then releasing it and then opened the cellar and eventually had enough money to start the brewery. Mm. And he's been doing very well. He has a lot of great friends in the beer community. He's just an awesome guy. And Karen's also an awesome person, his wife. We, you've been there a number of times. Yeah. Right? Is there a reason that you go there? Like, do you have family or you just like this brewery? I just like the brewery. Holy and it's crap. Nice. That's like a eight-hour drive. Yeah, St. Louis, right? It's six if you speed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a six-hour drive. <laughs> wow, all right. I do have a high school buddy and his wife that live down there. Mm. I went to high school with both of them. So most okay. of the time, I do have a free place to crash when it's not COVID times. Oh, there you go. Gotcha. So, Old Bruin it was one of the first styles I fell in love with because it's a sour, but it's kind of a brown. It could be a red. It's it's it, Old Bruin means old brown. Okay. okay. In Belgium, like hey, Flemish, sure. Flemish. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the styles I fell in love with in the beginning, and it, the Medler from Odell was the first one I ever had, and I had it in in Colorado uh, at Odell's at their uh, at their tap house okay and i because i talked to him this was probably gosh maybe seven years six seven years ago and i'm like generally i don't like i don't like beer flavored beer which was dumb to say at the time right now i love it yeah uh and he was like oh i got something for you and we call this the meddler and that's what this this is what it is it's it's old it's been around for years like 
hundreds of years yeah and uh and try it and i instantly fell in love with it it's one of the very first beers i had that had like stone fruity flavors yeah mm, like you yeah. get that sort of stuff in there reminds me of a, a peach or a plum or something like yep. that here here's the thing um i forgot which which so i have two glasses here we all do <laughs> you already forgot which one was i forget which? which one i poured in what but because <laughs> of the abv i was able to decipher which one is oh, which. okay Ooh. yeah because there's a big difference the, what is the difference the first one the the bruin from st louis mm-hmm. um that one's at 5%, and then the Meddler is at 8.6. Oh, so you should so, definitely be able to tell the difference. Yeah, you can tell the difference. Well, one of them, right off the bat, is way more tarty, mm-hmm. tongue-tickly, yeah. and sour than the other. Did you notice the one from Odelf, the Meddler, mm-hmm. was way more carbonated? Yep. Yeah. Way more carbonated. That's why I know it's this one on my left side. Mm-hmm. That's why I know it's this one. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't pour it any harder. You've had these styles before. You're a sour guy, mm-hmm. Kyle. What's what is your what's your take on the uh, on the Ode Bruin style? Mm. I guess my take would be that it depends on the range. If it falls closer to red or brown, and how sour or tart it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there can be a wide variance in the style. Mm. So some are right up my alley, and some I'm just like not so much for me. Really. So you, you want them more sour? Is that what you want? Is that what you're looking for? I think it depends on the balance. If it's okay. too sour, it can be bitey. And if it's not enough malt, it's not quite in style for mm. me. Dang. Can you imagine having a palate where you have, like, sty- in the style? In the style, you have yeah, opinions. Yeah, we're just like, we'll just pour it in our gullet and mm. see what happens. <laughs> I'll drink it. Yeah. And this yeah. makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a style of beer for me. It has to be cold. Like, if you yeah. get this room temp, right? Uh, no, it's just like drinking stomach acid I could see that, at well, that point. I could see that with the more sour one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the other one, the the meddler, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. um, the less sour tasting, I think that uh, that one I could maybe let it warm up well, just we'll a little bit. we'll find out. To be fair, the meddler, I've had that in my fridge. That was probably the 2018 release, so okay. it's been in there for a while. Yeah. I mm. And that's I, what it's supposed to do. Right. So it has mellowed those. quite a bit. So mm-hmm. it's an oid oid brune. Mm, it, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like mm-hmm. that. That side project one is nice. That's sour. It is. Yeah, it's I really like good. It. So here's a couple of things I wrote down about the brewery. They have um, side project. Yes, they have a uh, collaboration currently with some brewery you've heard of before, Weldworks. Oh, Re- have you had this? Really? Have, oh, uh, at least I saw two. Have I had this? Did you bring this back? I don't think so. Blanche Blend Number Four, okay, which is a wine barrel aged wit beer, which is four percent. Oh my a god, wine that's pretty low barrel aged wit beer. So pretty, probably pretty dry. Yeah. Okay. The other one is a stout. It's a rye imperial stout with coconut and vanilla. Um, that one's fifteen percent. Whoa, you know, so that's that's about right. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say that's okay. my preferred area. Um, some of the other beers I wrote down from their website. Um, this is a brewery that you go to if you're liking these sort of styles, right? Like you're not mm-hmm. going to go here and just get a straight up IPA or anything like that. It looks right. like to me, blueberry rose hip. So Ooh. it's an oak aged Missouri saison. Okay, six percent. So you're talking floral, kind of flowery, 
oaky woody barrel stuff i got missouri jokes but i'll keep them to myself <laughs> that's that's okay <laughs> yeah yep. and then this one was i think it's a series that they do but it's called pulling nails and it's a blend so it's number 14 so it's got i assume pulling nails like pulling it out of the cask uh-huh. right i mean pulling it out of the barrel yeah. yeah so it's got raspberry it's a blueberry saison with brett so you're gonna get some of that funk that yep. flowery funk stuff um missouri here's a word i don't know chamberson C-H-A-M-B-O-U-R-C-I-N Wild Ale. That's a grape. There you go. Oh. And Funky Saison. That grows Saison. in Missouri? Is I that think it? so. Interesting. So, you know, probably like Nebraska grapes or wines. It's yeah. probably pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they barrel age it for months and months, and it's about a 7%. So, okay. um, you know you're a pretty good brewer and you're doing blends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that's not something that everybody's right doing. So well, even like the one you were talking about, the stout that they do with Wellworks, it's called Achromatic Vibes. A lot of times when they release a stout, they say how much of each recipe and what barrels they were in for how long and what percentage it makes yeah. up of the blend. Mm. That's cool. That's sciency. And it's just fun yeah. too. Yeah, to know what you're getting, I guess. Like you said, our palates aren't nearly that developed yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, ours is. Like, I like this beer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do too. Maybe after this episode, <laughs> it'll wear off on us. Ninety-eight percent of the episodes that we do, right? We're just, oh, this beer's the best. We do gush about beers quite yeah. often. Well, yeah. we get good beer, which we is do. nice. We, do. we really, we do. really do. Yeah, I would like to go back and see what the lowest-rated beer we've had. Uh, It'd be interesting. I would assume it's got to be a saison because I think that's one style that we all don't necessarily love. I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe we had some disclaimers like for a saison, it's probably really great. It's probably it just, yeah. for us, it's too yeah. much of the yeah yeah maybe. You remember like episode number three? If you go way back, uh, we did the Alaska Brewing Company's uh, the the spruce tips spruce one. tips yeah, yeah. and like I want cranberry or something taste like tree and yeah. it did not yeah. it was very not sprucey yep yeah. uh, well yeah. if you like spruce in your mouth I have a gin uh, <laughs> something from Side Project oh well there you oh, go from the same brewery mm, yeah. gin nice That's now we're quote. talking if you like spruce in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> don't look at it at that later yeah, right? yeah. that was a guy there you go <laughs> this brewery also has uh, what we've talked about many times is like a, one of those uh, membership clubs yeah you know? mm. are you in the membership club I'm on the waiting list oh that's on the waiting list so, so waiting list La Coterie yeah. I think is how you say it and yeah it's a wait list invite only um, if somebody comes out, then somebody else gets pulled up off the list, but it's been like years and years. Mm, and really? It's, it's not one of those where kind of like boiler, they had one yeah, and then they expanded it and expanded it and now pretty much anybody can be on it. Yeah. This one seems still to be like, it eventually like beginning of it was invite only. Like I know a guy that likes beer. Yeah. Can you let him in? It's not like the ones that we have around here where it's just like, here's my money. Right. Can I be in there like, yeah, sure. You're in. And they count their money. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's like that. Is that what Boiler does? <laughs> That's cool. I mean, it's pretty true to their, the, I mean, their brewery name, right? Side project. Yeah. And, yeah. and then like, this is a commitment, I guess. So here's some of the stuff they have here. Um, merchandise wise that I haven't seen before, which is my kind of my new niche thing. But they have a Lambic box, which I've never seen. Hmm. So they take wood from an old barrel. And they build a little box, and then you could put your nice lambic beer in it. Oh. It just kind of fits in there. It's almost like a display piece. Nice. Mm. Okay. And 
It's, it's basically replacing the lambic basket. There you go. From like the real like the what's that brewery? Yeah, like the Dre Fontaine and yep. Lake Antion. That goes that around. One. Oh, I understand. So that, that one. Basically, it's to keep the yeast at the bottom, so you pour slowly and you don't get any yeast floaties in your beer. Oh. Yeah, it's a yeah. One of those things like when we sometimes like, you'll see a beer when we have to roll it. Right. It's kind of similar to that. Again, sort of we thing. just drink it and we're like, oh, look, there's floaties. And yeah. we're like, whoa, yeah. you got the last pour. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so they do that in, in 375 and 750 mils. Um, but there's like a local place in Maplewood that makes these for them. Okay. So it's kind of like a craftsman sort of thing. And they're 50 bucks. Which, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they have branded, uh, I would call it a fanny pack. They call it a waste pack. No, they're fanny uh, packs. It's a fanny pack. They're fanny packs. Uh, but they have those. Um, this is something I have looked for forever at breweries, okay. and I've never seen that until today. Um, toddler t-shirts. So you'll see a Ooh, onesie at yeah. some breweries. Mm-hmm. But yeah. until you, you know, you're either a baby or you're like a 16-year-old kid or a, you know, a small dad, <laughs> there's nothing for you. Uh, at this place, they have toddler T-shirts, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool." That's pretty cool. Um, enameled pins, like for your lapel. Oh yeah. So I know Disney is a big thing with mm-hmm. enamel pins, and there's like a whole like collectors market and trade situation sort of thing going on. Yep. They have them there, and then they also had glass uh, Christmas ornaments, which hmm. I thought was pretty cool. I so Christmas ornaments, like it's a weird thing, but my mother-in-law is in love with them. Anywhere we go, if I get her Christmas mm-hmm. ornament, she's like set. And it makes it on the Christmas tree every oh, yeah. year. We yeah. have we have a tree upstairs at our house mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. full of ornaments from trips or places. Okay. And then we have that's another really one cool. downstairs that's more of like, we got these at the store. Ah. So mm. it's more of like, yeah. it's not as cool as the other ones, you know? Remember when we got Dolan the pickle ornament? Hell yeah. I remember makes that. it in my tree every year. There we go. Since you the, guys got it. The yeah. pickle. Mm-hmm. Not pickle, Rick. It, <laughs> no, it's not Pickle Rick. It, I wish close. it was. It, it looked like a Pickle Rick. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I mean, it has eyeballs, the pickle. So Does it really? Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure it does. Go look at it again. And if you find it, you get a prize. Yeah. Mm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Maplewood. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of information I wrote down, because there ain't much there. No. I looked up, like, famous people, okay. and there was four athletes from there, and they were all from, like, the 1920s. Weird. Two of them were brothers. Okay. okay. There was a baseball player and a football player. So there was there's not much there. All right. It was built as, like, a bedroom community for St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So very similar to, like, stuff in New York City, outside of New York. They're like, hey, you know what? It's real smoggy and dirty, and there's tons of people in St. Louis. You should maybe get a weekend house here in Maplewood. Hmm. And the rich people were like, cool, let's do it. <laughs> that sort of thing. All right. It was a little cooler temperature-wise, you know, and it was just less crowded and less dirty. So that was one of the things that why the town is even around. Nice. Um, the other thing I saw um, was... They had a law on the books, and it was related to domestic violence. So if you called the police twice in six months mm-hmm. about, hey, this guy's beat me up, or she's stabbing me with a steak knife, if you called them twice in six months, they could kick you out of your house. There was like an eviction law. So if you're like, you bothered the police with your problem, yep. they were like, mm, you're pro- get out of here. Sounds uh-huh. like Missouri. They don't Sounds want you like there. Missouri. Yeah, so you're out. So that was a thing that happened up until like 
the 40s ish wow but i mean like there probably somebody back then that was just like handle your own shit like don't i think that's how maybe a lot of it was yeah um a lot of the houses in the town were built 1900 to 1910 okay so that was kind of like a big exodus of folks from st louis for the weekend thing Mm -hmm. but then a lot of them went to world war one and some of them didn't come back and Mm. so that was kind of stunted the town's growth but Mm. it's always been like a suburb of st louis yeah like at a place that you could go that was close felt like you were driving somewhere or going someplace you know a little bit further away but you're still close enough to the town you could go back on the weekend or Hmm. you know for monday for work or whatever sweet what side is it directionally from st louis I think it's... Is it north side? Northwest. Yeah. Northwest. Okay. okay. Um, Schlafly, I think I'm saying that right. They have yeah. a tap room or yeah. something so there. Bottle works, it says. Restaurant kind yeah. of place. Is that how you pronounce it? I, I was thought it was Schlafly. Schlafly? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Either way, I don't like your beer. Oh. Mm. Either Ooh. way, they have one of the best pumpkin beers I've ever had in my life. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, Super I'll good. give you that. All of these things on record. Here we go. Rich is no. talking truth the, today. In the Southwest Terminal at uh, the airport there in St. Louis, there is a Schlafly, however you want to pronounce it, oh. uh, uh, tap room. And I will reluctantly go there because yeah. there's no other choices. Mm. I was just there. Yeah. Not they have a good half of Hefeweizen, too, by the way, if you're Definitely. into the Hefeweizen. Gross. Bananas. I mean, he doesn't you, like Hefeweizen, just like Saison's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Too much florally right. stuff. Clove. I don't want clove in my beer. You want it in your cigarettes. Maybe, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Remember the clove cigarette? Oh, that six, was a big deal. 16-year-old me definitely remembers those. <laughs> How'd like, you get those, by the way? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. Did we you found them th- on the side of the road. Did you go through an emo goth phase where <laughs> you were like, dyed your hair black, had it really long? Bit. Maybe a black, little bit. Back finger oh, I used to have black hair mm. all the time. Yep. High school and college, my hair was black. Yeah. Dude, when yeah. I discovered the Ramones, oh my goodness. Yes. It was on. Yeah. Huh? And the doors. Oh, boy. We yeah. had those leather pants and... Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. Mm, I like that. It's hard for me to imagine. <laughs> I can. I'm like totally trying to. I'm trying to like picture this. Late eighties, man. This yeah. is late eighties. You know what? I with just some... before I came in here today. Okay. I work with your daughter. She's on my team. Yes. And she said, "You know what? I actually listen to your guys' podcast." She does. She won't uh, tell the, me. The she beard won't one? tell me. Yeah. This one. Yeah. This podcast. I can't yeah. wait till she hears about your leather pants and all <laughs> Oh, that she stuff. knows. Oh. The mullet and everything else. <laughs> you should talk to her and get some pictures, and we might actually have to do a picture episode. Oh, I'll share. Embarrassing I'll photos definitely. of Rich. I got nothing to hide. I got nothing if you to look, hide. look hard enough, we can find that stuff, i Absolutely. Sure. It, yeah. Is Riley into craft beer? Is she into that? She is not. She is not. She, uh, oddly enough, she doesn't really drink at all. Okay. So, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. There's still time. I have tried with her when she's at the house. Like, I've tried. Here, try this or whatever. Eh. Scarlet more. My youngest daughter mm-hmm. is more. Maybe a little bit more. Into okay. That. Okay, yeah. cool. I have seen, and she's still underage. Uh, I have seen, she has a friend named Tito. Yeah? yeah hey. Well, well, that's fitting. Her, her name's not Tito. Oh. Oh, this is a cover. Exactly. Okay. I like ah. it. Yeah, You're protecting so. the innocent. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I like that. Yep. So here's the thing that I wrote down because I found this on the on the website I was looking at, and it was something we've never talked about before, but it was interesting. But it's true to maple wood. Okay. So this is specific. Uh, tons of air pollution, especially back in the day. Really. So, 1890s, up until the 30s or 40s, 
they were burning coal like most places did, right? Okay. So you'd get the coal delivery to your house. You had the coal chute to the basement and blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. They had a specific kind of coal in Missouri. It was real soft, like almost malleable. You could crush it in your hand. And it put out more smoke than a hard coal would do. Okay. But that was just what they had in Missouri, and that's what they used. Sure. So in 1893, the city council was like, you know what? People can't breathe here in this town. This is not great. Um, let's not do it. So they, they tried to ban thick gray smoke in the city limits. But guess what? They couldn't enforce it. Mm. And there was a couple of places. One, the big one was called Heitzburg Packing and Provisions. Okay. So like a trucking company mm -hmm. um, that also did like some like food distribution stuff. And they, they were the main offender in the town with the big smokestacks, mm. right? And they're like, we're running this town and you're not going to tell us what we can yeah. and cannot do. Piss off. And so yeah. that's what happened. They, yeah. they couldn't enforce it and that was it. Uh, 1933, so 40 years later, the mayor there was named Bernard Dickman. <laughs> you know, Bernard Dickman. <laughs> sure. And he created this thing uh, called the Citizen Smoke Committee. Okay. So it was like a neighborhood watch sort of situation. Uh. Basically like, uh, my neighbor's got tons of smoke coming out of his house. Call the police. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and his like personal, they said his personal secretary was in charge. So this guy named Charles, I think it was. 97% mm. uh, of homes back then used coal to heat their houses. Wow. Which is, I think, probably pretty accurate for that time. Sure. Uh, November 28th, 1939. There was this thing that happened weather-wise. Was they said it was a meteorological temperature inversion. Inversion. Yeah. So okay. it trapped the smoke from coal burning stuff close to the ground. So it was almost like a fog. It couldn't leave. It was oh. just stuck mm. close to the ground. And this one day, the weather pattern happened, and it, it couldn't leave the town. It was so dark that they had the street lights on all day, all night. Like it was just pitch black outside yeah people couldn't breathe they couldn't leave their houses and it was kind of a big deal and it hung out for about seven or eight days until it finally lifted and people could go outside again and, and breathe and do their thing okay because of that the city council finally was like okay we 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 need to do something here. enough is enough yeah like yeah. this is pretty bad like we yeah we pretended it wasn't happening and, mm -hmm. and obviously it is um, they call it the day that the sun didn't shine they also call it black tuesday because it was literally black outside, almost like um, in like Oklahoma and stuff when they would have the dust storms come yeah. roll through and the sun yeah. would be blocked out. It was like that. So they did, um, first thing they did was like, we gotta get rid of this soft coal that burns this smoke. So they placed an order down to Arkansas. Mm -hmm. They said, hey, uh, bring us some of that hard stuff you guys got. You know, the hard coal, mm. stuff you get for Christmas in your stocking, like Dolan got. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. They shipped it up there, and that's what they started using. Okay. And then they had a new smoke ordinance where you're not supposed to do whatever between X times during the day. Yep. Um, furnace efficiencies got better, so like they kind of learned how to work the furnaces and, and make them a little bit better so the smoke would go where it was supposed to go, and not just in your house and out the window. And that like drastically changed the smoke situation and it made it like permanently better Okay. until they got rid of coal and smoke and that whole sort of thing. Hmm. But for that one day in, in uh, 1939, like you couldn't see in Maplewood, hmm. Missouri. I had no idea. I didn't either. Huh. And there we are. That's what I know about that. Have you guys ever actually got coal in your stocking? <laughs> no. 
I, I my have, dad always threatened, but we never did. Ah, uh, I, I have, I have gotten. God, I guessed it, and I was right. Mm-hmm. Like, but it wasn't actually. It was just like super chocolate brownie. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like wrapped up in the saran wrap or whatever, and I just got like three or four of them. Like, oh, you got a stocking of coal. <laughs> What's like the coal uh, soap? That I like. Do you guys know that has like the whiskey flavor in the beer? They <laughs> make the beer the ones you got us. Oh, the oh, one, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever that is, I can't remember the name. They yeah. make one that I have it that's mm-hmm. like coal. It's black. It's oh, like okay. Black, mm-hmm. big old chunk of soap, and it smells like coal. And it's mm. I have that at home. Mm. I, I guess coal or like charcoal or whatever is supposed to be good for your skin. They people use it for their toothbrush. Toothbrush. Well, yeah, yeah, like toothpaste. Ooh, I tried that. It, it makes me gag. Does it? Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, is it like? Not, is it like dirt? Kind of. I feel like it would be gritty, kind of like dirt. It's like yeah. smoky dirt. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's no tough. No. Also mm. good for if you eat something bad when you're out in the wild. You can eat charcoal to make yourself throw up or mm. neutralize if mm. you eat a bad berry or something. That's right. Really? I just put Kingsford charcoals in my my fanny pack. Just, just, just carry them with you just in case. Yep. Yeah. Beer just, you never know. <laughs> you <laughs> never know. You have a beer bad enough, you're going to chew on some charcoal, right? <laughs> you end up at a park with some raw meat, and I guess you're set. And you're set. Yep. If you're, what was the name of the kid on The Simpsons? Um, the uh, Chief Wiggum's kid, Ralph. Uh, Ralph yeah, Wiggum. Ralph Wiggum. These berries taste like burning. <laughs> That's one of my favorite <laughs> Simpsons when he's eating the berries. And they, yep. Yeah. Oh. It's still my favorite. The no. Lord of the Flies episode. All right, so let's talk about the style okay. of beer. So, since we have a beer expert with us, right? And I say that because, one, because his beard denotes expert. But two, because yes. he, next to Aaron Daly, might be one of one, he is. One of the he's, smartest he's beer he's guys, right? the top right? guy. Yeah. yeah. So, Ode Bruin means old brown, obviously. Yeah. Uh, also known as a Flanders brown. Yep. So, I've Flanders had style. Flanders, yeah. Flanders red. red. Yeah. I yep. didn't know there was a Flanders brown. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Back Again, to Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. Is a style of beer originating from the Flemish region of Belgium, which we've talked about before. Sure, yeah. Uh, the Dutch name refers to a long aging process up to a year. So each one of these would age up to a year. Yeah. Now, in the case of the Meddler, the one I brought, clearly multiple Longer. years. Yeah. yeah, thanks, COVID. I would have drank this sooner. <laughs> Uh, and is followed by undergoing a secondary fermentation, which takes several weeks to a month, and is followed by bottle aging for several more months. The extended aging allows residual yeast and bacteria to develop a sour flavor characteristic for this style. Yeah. So, and I think you get a little bit of that, uh, like on, like the characteristics of these. The one, the Bruin from Side Project, uh-huh. is a little more sour. Yeah. Whereas the meddler that has been aging for a while is a little yeah. less sour. Yeah. yeah. It's a little more brown than it is sour, where the where Bruin from Side Project is a little more sour than it is yeah. brown. That one's definitely more more tickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's why I prefer that one. Is that <laughs> the one you prefer? Yeah. Kyle, which one I, I think I know the answer to this. You clearly like the side product more. No, the other way. Really? Really? Okay. Oh, Dang. Wow. Well, I mean, it mellowed yeah. out quite a bit. Yeah, Dolan. I think, uh, man, I don't know, because I'm I'm a fan of super sour, sour, puckery beers. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna go side project on this. Okay. Um, 
but I, I know why you would say Odell because because you talked about how you like the balance. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. one is a little bit more balanced between brown and sour for sure. Yeah, you, you definitely get more of that oaky barrel yep. stuff mm-hmm. with that one. I'll be honest, I'll drink either. Either one of them is yeah, fine. They're both really good. I, I mean, see, just looking at them, they look pretty similar. They look very similar. I think this uh, the Odell one would be good at every single location except for the one that we went to. So mm-hmm. 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 Would that, that be there. the five points location? Uh, Rhino District. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah, Rhino went District. To the source. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Actually, that's the second one. I've been to the main location to so the too. one there in Fort Collins. Yeah, I, I think the Rhino beautiful. one. Yeah. The Rhino one's pretty new, right? It was, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Their manager wasn't very nice to us, but mm. it's, that's okay. We went across the street and we found some, uh, we found yeah. other nice Riot brewers. Brewing, I think. Yep. It was called. Yeah, it was super, really. super, no, Ratio. 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 That's where mm. we had the carrot saison. Yeah. That, okay, the, the don't like saisons, mm-hmm. but the carrot saison was no. great. I don't even just think it was carrot, carrot cake. We know, had that on this episode. Carrots. We had an episode of that. We yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. I Cor- remember that. Courtney Fagusha, traveler for mm-hmm. Adam Collette, mm-hmm. was on the episode with Rich and I. Yeah. Uh, we uh, filmed on location. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. She, she pretended to be you, Brian. So. I remember there we that. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, did you type up a whole sheet for her to read like Brian does? <laughs> she came with no notes no. Oh, and she yeah. killed it. It was nice. she did a nice job. But she was, so. she's a beer nerd herself. I mean, yep. she she grew up in the Boston area, mm-hmm. so she or, or I think she did, or she lived out there for a while, and she she was very familiar with like Treehouse and Trillium and yep. yeah. So yeah. just had a oh. meet and greet there. And Those ones we hear about absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, have we don't get them as often, but no. yeah, no. Uh, so the Styles ABV, and Dolan touched on this a little bit, ranges wildly from 4% at the lowest to 11% at the highest. Mm, I don't know if crap. I've ever had 11? an 11. No, not me. Never. Have you mm. ever had an 11%? I don't think so. I think no. Duchess is only like 9. And Duchess. That's my wife's favorite beer is what? Duchess. Duchess. Yeah. Yep, and that tastes it. like straight vinegar. Yeah. Quite honestly. Like that's uh, super puckery. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We have that always in the fridge at home. It's like sticking your tongue on a battery. Yeah. I mean, if you're <laughs> going to drink that, you might as well. Well, fresh Duchess to me has a little bit of a sweet and sour because it's sweet up front and then you get the mm. bite in the back. Yeah. Mm. If you can get it on tap, which is rare around here, mm. but you can. Rare. There's a couple places around that have it. Mm-hmm. It's super good. Yeah. Uh, so the American versions tend to be on the higher side. Imagine that. We, yeah. Americans love to get hammered. Yeah, we mm-hmm. like our ABV. Yep. Uh, and the more traditional Belgian releases fall between 4 and 8%. Mm. Uh, bittering is decidedly low, which I guess I kind of, I can, I can see yeah. that in these. Uh, with the sour quality, uh, a nice substitute for any hops presence so if you're not a hops guy in beer and you want the more sour then this is yeah again why i gravitated towards this early in my beer journey i didn't want the hop flavor i wanted the sourness yeah and that's where i got it from so uh you will get uh dark fruit flavors yeah like raisins figs dates dark cherries and prunes most of those fruits i would never eat in my life (sighs) But I'll, I'll drink like them in a glass. Oh, I'd mm, like sorry. I like them, especially mm. around the holidays. Cherries are good. But yeah, cherries that, are that's great. About, that's where I'll draw the line. Yeah, I can I can do a fig. I mean, I've been turned off way. figs from Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? Mm. Where that monkey died? Uh, Temple of Doom. No. Uh, Last Crusade. Yeah, Last Crusade. He <laughs> yeah. was eating those figs and bad he, dates. Yeah, yeah, bad dates, and he died. And he grabbed him. Yep. Mm, yeah. Dates. No, I can't do no dates. Oh, trying to kill Indy. I mean, is he smarter than that? <laughs> Almost worked. <laughs> Poor monkey. 
the malts contribute caramel, toffee, orange, molasses, or chocolate flavors mm. to it. So that's where you get you get that from the malt. So yeah. stone fruit and then malt comes together to make the, the what it you're getting. Kind of is a good holiday beer kind of. flavor profile. Yeah. I could do a nice turkey sandwich with these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So where's your cock going after this episode? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A nice, good, high ABV. Well, high-ish ABV. Well, the 8.6, I'll get you, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> For I mean, sure. Yeah. Basically nine, right? I mean, uh, if you're rounding up, you yes. round up. Sure. Yeah. Right? That's the accounting rule. If it's past point five, you round up. Okay, that's so right. <laughs> I'm familiar with lactobacillus. Yeah, right? lacto, that's, yeah. That's one of these. But then there's also ped, pedos... Oh, my goodness. Pediococcus? There we go. Yeah. What you is know, that? What is that? What is that? That's just another one of the sour bacteria they use. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because lactobacillus should be what's in yogurt, if I remember right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Those are the two souring agents. So, pediococcus. No bretomyces? No, no. No mention of bread mm. whatsoever in here. So I, now I guess on some of them, it probably crosses over into that. Mm. But no. Mm. At least on, what was the, what's the one from Colorado? Um, have we had it on here? We have not. Okay. They use bread. All, I mean, that's that predominantly, that's what they do. And it's a sour brewery. Crickus Dave. There we go. That's uh, it. Yep. Okay. Yep. All of them are, that. those are all Brett beers. Yeah. Brett's faster than uh, Lacto and PDO. Is that how, like, in how in quickly time, it yeah. sours? Yep. Oh. Mm. See? Science. Science. And you also get the nice, uh, <laughs> like, funk ring yeah, on the top of your beer. Stuff, yeah. Ah. You'll get, like, the oh. funk top on it where it has this bubble that looks like a whitish and it looks like it's molding when you're using mm-hmm. some souring. Especially if you're, yeah, like, homebrewing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to cut the cap. Gross. That's mm. gross. Really? Well, yeah. I don't know, but, like, isn't, so, so what? So do they not use any of that in like maybe like a lambic or something, or is that just like naturally fermented into a sour? Like how does that work? Uh, lambics know? actually traditionally they brew them, they put them in a cool ship at the top of the building. Uh huh. Is open air, so yep. it's spontaneous fermented most of the time. Or when they build a new brew house with the cool ship room at the top, mm-hmm. they'll actually take like a gallon weed sprayer and fill it with like a yeast culture that they stole from the old one. Okay. And they just spray it all over the rafters. To infect uh, it with their biome of yeast and bacteria. Uh huh. Do they still have to cut the the top or anything like that? No. Interesting. It's open. Okay. It's gotcha. A, a cool ship is basically like the big as this table, and it'd be like a foot deep, except for Which it is, takes up the whole attic. Oh. Like what Anchor Steam. Mm-hmm. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, we talked about that. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, that grosses me out though, especially the open fermentation ones. That <laughs> totally grosses like me out. It floats in like some cottonwood seeds or bird poo. <laughs> bird yeah. flies over. Yeah, right. the hedgehog falls in. <laughs> right, beggars can't be choosers, man. That's Dead how it works. frogs, you uh, name it. I don't know how the frogs are gonna get to the top of a building, but oh, they could. They could I'll bring in my pocket. They definitely could. <laughs> some flying frogs going up the tree. <laughs> All right. Well. So, moment of truth. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose between the two of these, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think we already know. I, I, I Are we would, all saying side project? I, well, he's not. He's not. Look, I'll drink either of them. I will always. I always kind of default back to the meddler. Anyway. Okay. Now I wouldn't okay. kick side project out of. I bed. mean, I have no. meddler in my fridge, but that's because I can't get side right. project. Um, but yeah, I would choose side project. Mm. I'm, well, I'm going side project too. I, again, I think um, I've said it before. Like this is something that I could give to my wife and we can enjoy it together yeah. mm. and that's something that i like to do it's just so. exciting 
There's like, it is. There's stuff happening in it's there. It's a lot of a lot of punch, yes. and I uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me too. And I, Kyle, I guess I'm kind of surprised. You you would choose the Odell beer. Yeah, I think I could drink this at any temperature, any time of year. Mm-hmm. And the beer doesn't have to be super cold or fresh. Like Obviously, this is an older aged version of it, and I mm-hmm. still think it's enjoyable. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Going back to back has been fun because it's like you go to the super sour one with side project uh-huh. and you're like, okay, now I need to clean my palate. Here we go. <laughs> with and the it's meddler. like, yes. interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's go to untapped then. So okay. wait, uh, wait, oh, oh, you, oh. you didn't say, you didn't say what you would, you would choose. Oh, I said I would drink anything. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Anything. I, if I had to choose, I would choose the meddler just because ah. I, I would go, it, it was one of my first, okay. right? And it's just, All right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just, it reminds me of the good times before, when I was just learning. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and so, now, again, I wouldn't kick Side Project out of bed. So, yeah. that's... When the world of beer was new and exciting. Uh-huh. Everything was new. <laughs> no. There's the first... not a whole lot of Flanders. No. Or Oadburns out there. Nope. You, you really have to look for them. Like I said in the tease last week, if I see that on your menu, let's say I go to your brewery for the first time, mm-hmm. and I see you have an Ode Bruin on there, that's exactly what I would order first. No matter what. I don't care whatever. You can have sours. You can have IPAs. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I would order that first just because I want to I want to see. I want to try it. Kyle, so, would you say that these two beers are a pretty good example of the style um, both on both ends? Or, or would they fall kind of in the middle? Or what would you say? I think these two would denote the wide range that the style has. I think okay. so, too. Yeah, I kind of think, yeah. Without even trying. Like, I didn't even anticipate that, but we really got that. It worked out that way nicely, didn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Look at the ABV range, 4% to 11%. 4% is like a Belgian table beer, basically. Right. That you would serve to medium-sized children. children. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we we lived in a place where table beer was the thing. (laughs) You you can make a table beer. I mean, you can. Yeah. 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 She makes a table beer. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, table beer in the Midwest means bush light. That's <laughs> unfortunately. Well, that's, yeah. Well, I think in the, the Midwest, corn can. That's, yeah. I think that's called more bathroom break beer. Because uh, you drink a lot of a beer that has spent some time in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that happens true. too. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So let's go to Untapped. Uh, the Meddler. We'll start with that one first because it's been around longer. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to have more. 9,200 check-ins okay. on this. Where do you think we land? I'm going to say 3.68. I'm going 3.72. Mm. Okay. 3.9. You're close. 3.89. Oh, that's real close. Real oh. close. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was going to be on this episode. Really close. That's yeah. really, really close. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, so then Bruin by Side Project. Where do you think 389 Ooh, check-ins considerably way. less? Yeah. Um, now, 4.12, I say. To be fair, they've had three different versions of this, and this is okay. the newest version. I don't care. 4.12. Okay. 4.12. Okay. <laughs> what are, right. you, are you going 425 on it? Oh, yeah. 425. Uh, okay. okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess that we're at, I don't, I don't think it's much different. I'll, I'll go 386. Okay. Okay. Hmm. 405. 401. Close. Close. That's close. Right? He's good. Yeah. You brought him a ringer. Right? (laughs) Yeah. He didn't know before. Five minutes before. I'm like, hey, you want to do this? Sure. Why not? Okay. There we go. So I'm somehow not surprised, though. I'm not either. No. That's good. And Uh, I don't spend a lot of time on Untapped, by the way. Okay. Uh, Old Homer Rich on Untapped. This might have been one of my first check-ins ever. Mm. Uh, was on uh, was on the Meddler, and I gave it mm. five. So my first fives. 
Have oh. you ever uh, just gone on Untapped and looked at all the beers you rated as a five? I and have. And you look at it and you're like, "What the hell was I?" Oh, think? that would that mm-hmm. would take me a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few fives I've rated that I'm like. I mean, they do have an edit feature. If you do need they? Like at yeah. the time, though, at the mm. time, at the time, it was a five. You know, yeah. it was. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay exp- with that. I'm an experienced raider. Okay, mm. so if it depends on where I'm at and who I'm mm. with. That's absolutely what kind of mood you're in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It adds to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I will Super. definitely disclaim. Also, if it's like a style I don't like, I'll say, hey, you know, this is not in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. but it's probably a you know four mm-hmm. or whatever right i think one of the very the very first saisons i've had i don't remember what it was or who it was by but it was at lead belly um when it existed here in omaha uh i miss it already mm. but uh it it came out it looked like orange juice yeah and i'm like mm. what is this and tasted like perfume so <laughs> Ooh, yeah <laughs> um, that's why i don't like saisons i'm pretty mm. sure i rated that beer like a Point two five, <laughs> but Ouch. I feel like if I would go back and try it yeah. again, knowing yeah, least, that I don't like saisons, I'd at least get a one. It yeah. would get yeah, maybe a point five. <laughs> Since we're talking maybe. about the world of Untapped, I do have another podcast idea for you guys. Okay, oh, okay. Right. For the worst reviewed beers on Untapped, you know, oh, just somebody oh. reviewed one of White Elm's beers and said it tasted like dick soap and colby posted oh. that on facebook and responded how do you know what dick soap tastes like that's a good question so if you find the worst rated worst reviews on untapped and then find those beers you can mm. read the reviews try them and then see if you agree the with the review or not that's a good idea oh. you know what dick like soap it. isn't that bad <laughs> wow. you specifically I'm... buy soap for that part of your anatomy where do you get that it's a multi-use soap it i'll use it in a couple of areas but yeah for sure all right. There's mm. soap out there that brands themselves that way. Oh yeah, really? I yeah. think that's the charcoal one. <laughs> yeah, it is. We have it gone the, off the rails. It gets the funk off. Okay, I, man, I guess. Right. Here we okay. go. All right. Yeah, so definitely Feet, can't make a sour pits, with that bacteria. Okay. Crotch? Is that where you? Yeah, that's, that's, don't that give them any ideas. That's the only <laughs> trinity made it from Lady Parts before. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Used from Lady Parts. Oh. Oh boy! No, I've heard of that too. As much as the the dude combed all the yeast out of his beard, beard? that's yeah. Sam Adams. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, that beard. I think Rogue did it as well. Yeah, that's so true. Too. Rogue has yeah. done that. Beard beard guys are weird, and beer guys are yeah. weird. Bearded beer guys are the weirdest. <laughs> yeah, they're cool to hang out with though. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. By the way, I'm not culturing yeast from my beard, <laughs> oh, so you don't have to man. worry if I give you any homebrew. It's <laughs> not Come from on. my beard. <laughs> But if you do apply to Atlas in any way whatsoever, it does go through Kyle's hands first. So you will have some, if not limited, interaction with him. Digitally rubbing your fingers through his beard? Digitally, mm. maybe, yes. Um, oh, I guess. Double meaning? Digitally? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Digital. Oh, smart. Wasn't thinking of that. Dad joke. <laughs> there we go. All right. We are, if, I, if I'm counting correctly, Dolan, is this... Uh, we? This is 204. So we're getting... I believe. We are getting yeah. close to Oktoberfest beers. Maybe 205? Oh, my snap. Are we really? Right? Kind oh, of. Rich's mm. favorite stuff. Oh, man, yes. 
Yeah, wow, I'm I know. starting to think ahead already. I can I can close my eyes and I can see the orange Sam Adams Oktoberfest <laughs> bottles at the High V. Yeah. I can imagine that they're there already. It's been so long. Jesus. All right, but let's skip over the Oktoberfest beers. <laughs> I'm ready for some pumpkin spice. Oh. Come on, oh. <laughs> let's get to those I didn't beers. Know you're a basic white girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every year I got my UGG boots, my flannel. Let's go. He is. He totally <laughs> is. And your man leggings. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. they taste so good. Oh. Kyle, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you yeah, for bringing that, for that beer. beer. Yeah, that was awesome. For sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And as always, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs> <laughs>